I'm just cutting in here before we start the episode proper. This note here is actually more for listeners of Bending the Elements. In our most recent Bending the Elements episode, we had Johnny on, and we had a completely disastrous um, summary reading, because we always start the show with a plot summary. But I was completely drunk, and it was a com- just absolute disaster, but a hilarious disaster. So I'm including the unedited, uncensored reading of that summary in here. You can just see how completely gone I was. <laughs> but So if you get to the end of this episode and are a little shocked, it's like, well, what, what the hell is all this? Um, please, if you haven't listened to our Bending the Elements show and are a fan of Avatar Last Airbender, definitely endorse going to check out Bending the Elements. I'll include a link down in the description. But either way, hope you enjoyed this bonus episode with Johnny and Isaac. It's the same old story. It's been a long day at the job, or maybe it's just starting to feel long, and you feel that urge to stretch your legs and get a little bit of a break. You walk down the street, or maybe you get behind the wheel of your car, and you feel the weight begin to lift. You walk through the doors, and the sound of the place starts to clear the air. You get a table, you order your drink, you listen to the sounds of the bar, and soak in the conversation. Welcome to the TNE Speakeasy with your hosts, Caleb, Johnny, and Isaac. Listen in as they discuss a variety of topics, such as card games, video games, and their history with Sonic the Hedgehog. gold i got it for free one month and i was like oh maybe i'll try playing that again but i don't think i i don't think i ever clicked on it well you should at least some point i'd say give it a try yeah there's a couple of these that i downloaded but just have not touched yet like castlevania um it's that mirror one jz my ceiling is up fuck off got it to whom exactly whoever whoever first came up with that joke find out who they are and tell them to go fuck themselves. And if they're dead? But I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Does that change things for you? Pray that they don't have an evil eye. Evil That eye. can, you know, trans- transfer, you know... Evil their, eye. Their consciousness over to them, the other person. I don't know. Wiener eye. Genetic memories and stuff. So, sorry, I, I just became really uninterested in that conversation. Started saying random things. You can totally be like... That's that's fine. It's funny you came on when you did because uh, we were in the middle of a conversation. We're like, "Oh fuck, we should be recording this." So we turn it on, and then almost immediately you jump. Oh on shit, are you serious? Change the subject. Well, what was the <laughs> yeah. conversation? About? Less than a minute. Uh, video games. Video games. Ah, <laughs> oh, those things I'm not very well versed in. Gotcha. <laughs> Got it. Cool. Oh hey, what do you guys want for Christmas? Uh, capitalism to die. Um, I can't. <laughs> grant that unfortunately why the fuck not isaac solving world hunger uh come on isaac oh my god i was behind this one guy driving to work and he had he had this old like dodge because because, you know of course he did like 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 old old not like yours old like fucking like like 80s old and the entire tailgate 
was just stickers and it was like end slavery now with no needles like yep. like nice. fuck trudeau and like it was oh my god like like i mean the f- no needles fuck trudeau yeah okay whatever but end slavery <laughs> shut the fuck up you're white <laughs> you can't say that <laughs> you can't say that yeah there's you're a dick i love it when you see when they just like rode in their car with sharpie or something talking about weird anti-vax things it's like oh no now you just uh, look crazy you're like deranged with a sharpie just going off and then you really look crazy <laughs> the best one was when yeah we were dirt biking at steve lake and there was this dude in this uh in this beat up like you know old green pickup truck ripping around he had a confederate flag hanging from the back of it, it was like oh, okay let's God. get out of here i don't i think i might know that guy <laughs> no personally or no i just i think i've seen him around Langley. well you know what? Here, here's the thing though like i can kind of i can I can understand, after several blows to the head, I could understand the anti-vax thing. I could. Mm-hmm. After after probably three concussions, I might be able to understand the end slavery now thing. But Confederate flag? Like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, you're just like, all of a sudden, like, what? Yeah, unless That's they're, a, like, what? some American It's part of my here. heritage. Yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah, I, I can trace my lineage back to when we tried to fight to keep slavery. It's like, oh, that's what a great lineage you have <laughs> in holding on to. Like, uh, Something to be proud of. Yeah, in the States, I mean, it, it makes more sense because it's so politicized, but in Canada, it's just, yeah, completely cartoonish. Oh, you totally. Well, it's, it, well, th- well I mean, the, the States are objectively a cartoon to begin with. <laughs> but, <laughs> wow, wow, that might be the best thing I've said in a long time. Wow. Uh, <laughs> this doesn't reflect on any of our, uh, on our co-hosts who are from America. <laughs> Yeah, um, I... <laughs> they are not clowns. <laughs> Next Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, yeah December fifteenth. That's, that's December fifteenth. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, that's fine. Caleb, <laughs> if, if you want to think about it, it's uh, it's like some some darker, like almost horror themed music. If you're interested. Oh, that does sound interesting. Okay, so the main band is called Swallow the Sun. They're 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 from Finland, and the guitarist he writes all their music. He 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 walks out. Because like Finland has like has those nights that are like three months long, you know, where the sun disappears. Hence mm-hmm. the band name. He walks out into the forest at night in the snow with, with, with a guitar, and he writes the music like in the in the dark forest <laughs> at night. It's a good story, even if it's not true. But <laughs> well, well, he 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 said it multiple times, <laughs> and you like read the and you, you listen to the music, and it has that like you know dark winter night vibe to it. And occasionally, the lyrics are usually pretty dark, but then like. They have a set of songs called like Horror Part One through Four, and they're just like really fucked up horror stories. It's pretty cool. The other band is Abigail Williams, who are named after. I I, I was curious. They're 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 named after one of the one of the girls back in the 17, 1600s who started making accusations of witchcraft on people, and that's how the whole Salem witch trial started. Interesting. So they're named after like a, a namesake of the Salem witch trials. A whistleblower, eh? Yeah, we'll discuss a little bit of that with this movie when we get to it. No, no, yes. That's but yeah, true. they're. I, I listen to them right now. Actually, they're pretty good. It's faster. It's it's faster. It's pretty good. And then the the the, the first band. I'm curious. They're like more like a folk progressive metal. So I'm 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 very curious to see what they sound like. But yeah, so it's 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 twenty five bucks next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, if you want to come, me, Isaac, and my friend Cole are going. If you if you come, bring earplugs. Yes, it gets fucking loud. Yeah, it's, but Isaac, it's not going to be sold out like Arcspire though. It's going to be the venue's going to be a lot more open. Sad, but fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I have to pick up uh, 
pick up Brianna from work at 11 that night at the hospital. Dang so. It. Oh, okay, balls. But I was going to mention this. Another thing that's happening that sadly I'm missing for the same reason. But next Friday, if you guys are interested. Is that at the Rio? At the Rio. Do you, you know about this? <laughs> oh, what is it? What is it? What is it? They're showing The Shining and Dr. Sleep back to back. And Mike oh Flanagan's oh nice. gonna be there doing QA. He's oh, gonna no be there. Way. I really wanna go. I fucking love Mike Flanagan oh stuff. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm so heartbroken I can't go. But <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, okay, my. I kinda wanna go to that. Oh Johnny, we gotta go. I I, I work Saturday though. Fuck. Dang it! <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, that's Mike Flanagan. Fuck, I love that. Oh my god. Everything that guy's done, I just love. Like all the haunting series, Black Mid Midnight Mass. Holy crap. Yeah, I'm so sad. Ouija 2 Origin of Evil was actually pretty good because of him. Like, Yeah, and Michaela was telling me uh, a couple weeks ago she went to go see a movie called Possession. And apparently he oh, was there and he like... That's fucking sweet. So I guess he's just hanging around. But <laughs> Cool. Hanging around like somebody, something else that I know of. Chovid? Uh, no, I'll get to it in a second. I'll get, <laughs> I'll get to it in there. <laughs> Don't you worry. It's a, it's a local joke. How oh, interesting. Uh, okay. Also, of horror subject of note, um, either of you guys listened to King Diamond? No. Nope. You, know, you never heard of him, Caleb? Nope. He's this, he was part of this, I'll, I'll, I'll keep the history brief. He was part of this band in the early 80s called Merciful Fate, and they were the first band who was, like, openly satanic, like the band members. <laughs> but, like, you know, actually, but, like, you know, like, like, Levian Satanism, like, like, not, like, sacrificing babies and shit, like, like, actually, <laughs> like, Honest to God, Satanic. It's interesting. And then they broke up after, after two albums in '84. And then he went. He started his own solo career, but instead of instead of keeping the Satanic themes, he basically started making these concept albums, and the themes are horror stories. That's cool. Mm. And he, he he is a big fan of musical theater, and so they're very like gothic, kind of theatrical, like you know, like like think like a B movie horror almost. But it's extremely well performed. Like the musicians are insane, and he's a really he gets super into it as a vocalist and his lyrics and all that. Like the stories are are like they're they're not just like simple. They're they're pretty like interesting, actually. But yeah, he's 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 been pumping out albums since like '84, like '86 or whatever it was. King Diamond, did you say? Yeah, King Diamond. He's really like like you, you take one look at the guy. He has all, he has all the makeup on. He does all the all the big theatrical shows and everything. Oh, that's fun. He came here not too long ago, but I, I couldn't make it for some reason. I think I was working or something. But he, he he did come here a while back, but should be touring again. He had like a, he had like a big heart attack and he, he and he didn't play for a while, but now he's That's coming sad. back. That's sad. Yeah, so I'm stoked to see him. He has a lot of really cool stuff. Sounds cool. Yeah, shockingly, I'm going to see uh, Avril Lavigne in a couple months. Brianna's a big fan. Oh, so she's getting some friends together, and we're gonna go see that. That'll be interesting. Congratulations. I don't even know what Avril Lavigne still does like apparently she still puts out music but I don't know anything about it so it's gonna be unusual you know, for me, I, but... I, I've got my music I, I, I got my favorite music site in the background here let me see what's going on uh Avril Lavigne yeah she's 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 been putting out albums uh, kind of inconsistently since 2013 but she did have one in 2019 okay that's pretty recent she had Lyme disease for a bit apparently oh golly oh wow that's oof that's rough yeah, yeah, she, yeah, that, that's it. She had Lyme disease in 2014 or whatever, but like apparently, apparently her new stuff is sounding kind of, kind of cool from what I've heard. Interesting. She, she divorced Chad Kroger at least. I mean, oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's 
probably storming around the Albert or the Abbotsford backroads in his uh, Lamborghini. He no 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 no. <laughs> he probably wasn't either. He got frozen today, or he got it flooded and landed ended up in like a drink somewhere. <laughs> oh no, he's yeah he's <laughs> driving recklessly. I think he's sick of standing in line at pubs. He'll never get in. Oh, <laughs> it's like the bottom of the ninth. He's he's never gonna win. Uh, yeah, he's stuck in the Suez or Sumas Canal. That's what's going on right there. <laughs> How do you get there? In Isaac, you, you could have carried on my theme. You could have said you could have said his life hasn't turned out quite the way he wants it to be. You Come just said there, man. You're good. Come on, Isaac. Fine, his life didn't turn out the way it should have been. Oh, uh, you, you didn't. You didn't. No. Oh no, it was okay. I'm quoting Rockstar by Nickelback. Yeah, I I knew it was from some song, but I didn't remember which which one. Who? I never remember the lyrics to those songs anymore. I used to like Nickelback when I was younger, but so she has. How many does she have here? They're they're not nearly as bad as like Imagine Dragons or anything, but I remember they had like one comeback song that was kind of good. Oh, it was an EP. Really? Well, the thing with Nickelback is that they they they've done the same thing since like for the most part, since for like twenty years, and like. It was kind of it, it worked to begin with like it wasn't amazing it was it was kind of derivative to begin with but it wasn't bad mm -hmm. and they just consistently made that so like like it or not it's the, it's always gonna be that like they're always gonna have like the the dumb rockers the the sincere ballads the the sleazy club songs yeah and that's and that's what they're gonna do yeah those early 2000s all the popular music music back then was pretty I don't know I don't feel like a lot of it's aged super well but it hasn't. It really hasn't. The 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 nineties. So she has nine albums so far. The nineties have aged gracefully, but not the fucking. Yeah, at least the early nineties. Late nineties is basically the same decade as that oh, early two thousand stuff. Just a bunch of crap. Well, <laughs> the, the underground thrived though. Even in the two thousands, the underground was pretty strong. Yeah, it was more mean like the the radio kind of stuff that you'd hear. Mm -hmm. It's like a lot of just yeah, super forgettable stuff. It went to. Rap rock and Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Have you not heard of the great thing that is new metal? Uh, I wasn't gonna go there. <laughs> new metal was, un I think it's unfairly maligned as a genre, but it's easy to see why it got there. Oh, <coughs> biscuit. Sorry, sorry. I had, to, I had to get that out. I think new metal. I always think that one terrible uh, Marilyn Manson album and some corn stuff that was really, really bad. Oh man. <laughs> Marilyn Manson goes back to corn. I guess. All the time. I guess like, I guess like Golden Age of Grotesque. He was he he dabbled a little oh, bit, but like yeah, that was. We had the same or we had the same argument air quotes in Resident Evil. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Oh yeah, right, right. We did. We, we did. That's right. <laughs> I I know we discussed it before. I couldn't remember where, but yeah, yeah. And, and you know what the hard thing about the, the funny thing about Marilyn Manson though is like. Around like 2014, he started kicking ass again. Oh really? Oh, I yeah. Like like he like he released a fucking blues album. Oh, weird. And it was really good. Like it was like, it, like everyone was like, "What the fuck? Where, where did this come from?" It's called like the Pale Emperor, I think. It's kind of a cool title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like he went like full like fucking fucking like you know smoky gothic blues, and it went really well. And then he released another album that was kind of like that, and then he released one where he like listened to the Beatles and like white country a whole bunch and it was like holy fuck this works <laughs> well i gotta say since i uh, read the king in yellow a little while ago for whatever reason that title just every now and again just pops in my head i'm like man that's such a good creepy ass title like what what other books have this kind of the yellow sign like just the title in its itself is so kind of pulling pulling you in you know what yeah at the mountains of madness would be another mm. one 
that's yeah that, that's a good one yeah uh, but yeah i know what you mean though it, it's it's it, it's kind of it's kind of like how you want to do horror where it, it insinuates just enough but remains really abstract yeah that's why i mean you you'd mentioned the title a few times and every now and again it would pop into my head i'm like oh, I, you know i kind of want to read that that sounds like something i don't know what but it sounds like something i want to read so ah mm-hmm yeah, it does that to me too. The king in yellow, or the yellow, or or like that, that quote from that Call of Cthulhu game where it's like, "Tell me, sir, have you seen the yellow sign?" Think of that every now and then. Oh my! Like, like you know, just like a random person on the street, just like, "Tell me, sir, have you seen the yellow sign?" And just like, "Oh yeah, that's creepy." <laughs> I don't want to. No, I don't want to do this. I know, I know, I know how that one ends. I'm not doing this. Uh, finish what you were saying about Mr. Manson, there, sir. Oh yeah. No, Sorry. I was. Oh yeah, I, the, yeah, I was. I'm kind of mad. So I he released his newest album and I listened I listened to it on Spotify and I bought the vinyl actually. Mm. I threw it on and I was like, fuck this is good. And then the allegations dropped. Mm. Oof. I'm like I'm like, you know, I I'm not one of those people who just hears hears an allegation and goes like, wow, that person's the worst. But at the same time, it, it does kind of color it though, you know? Yeah, and the thing is, people have been saying that kind of stuff about Marilyn Manson for years. So I mean I wasn't surprised, yeah, so but yeah, it was ugly just reading it all kind of condensed but yeah yeah and like you know what like if you if you, you look at what the guy's done i totally agree you look at what the guy's done it's not surprising yeah yeah it seemed like it was like emotionally abusive like controlling stuff too mm-hmm. and like you know he, he he does come off as like well-read and like intelligent so and people like that can very very easily go that way yeah Oh, you know what? And then what was interesting though was his 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 ex wife came out and said like, no, this he, he's not like that at all. Basically, mm, interesting. And that that's interesting to me too. Mm. An ex wife stands up for her ex lover. Interesting. Yeah, the, they're on good terms. Fascinating. And a friend of mine knows. A friend of mine has a relative who worked at the hair salon where Matson's ex wife used to go. Wow all the time and she and, she, and, and like you know she talked about him all the time he, he didn't sound like he was like that at all mm. and like you know it's it's hard too because like i think a, I, I think dave Chappelle put this in pretty good terms where it's like if you like he was talking about bill cosby and all that all that stuff and he was like well you know what as like a young black comedian when stuff came out about bill cosby who was my fucking hero i didn't i, I didn't want to believe it either which i think is totally like like you know you wouldn't want to if you spent your whole life like like listening to this guy's stuff and he's done so much for for the thing that you love and you and he's like a role model to you you would not want to believe that at all like you think it was false to begin with totally like uh, unconditionally you'd be like no he didn't do that he's my hero kind of thing you know mm. so if if you like their work it's really hard to it's really hard to kind of see them in any other way yeah especially someone like cosby who his whole image was like this you know the the american yeah dad. And then to oof, yeah, that's just gross. Not not that American Dad, the the other American yeah, yeah. Dad. That that was a fall from grace and a half. And I grew up loving the Cosby Show. I you know I watched Fat Albert all the time as a kid. <laughs> the the terrible two thousands mm. film and the cartoon. So he was a huge part oh, of my yeah. childhood. And my nana, my nana, she always loved uh, Bill Cosby, and she would always want to watch that show with me when I was a kid. So kind of had a personal connection. So that was pretty, pretty disgusting to see. I was glad that she died before all that happened. <laughs> mm -hmm. Stop making stupid people famous.
That's the problem as well. My internet conked down on me and I was pissed off and I found my first problem with Windows 11. By the way, Caleb, if you didn't know, um, my computer or my tablet updated to Windows 11 last week. Well, oh, it gave, Christ. It, it gave oh, me no. the option to, so I was like, oh, you know what? Like, why not? Let's just, let me just be a guinea pig. Why not? Um, so <laughs> last night I said to our friend Darren, uh, I was like, so far I haven't found anything yet, any problems yet. That's not true. I just found a problem where it's just like, you know how if your internet's acting up you just right click and just like diagnose what's happening um yeah now you have to like go through several different windows to find that very oh. very annoying yeah that sounds a little obnoxious okay yeah okay okay so we played so we we we, we played uh D, D there caleb oh nice uh what does Isaac, what, what do you want to get into detail about what happened last night? Exactly? Ah, just nothing much. Just like not, not, not nothing too deep. It's mostly like what happened after D and D, because of how like epic it was. Oh yeah, right. So then, um, Isaac and Rigel stayed up doing some helping Isaac level his character up, and then like Isaac and I were gonna stay out for a little bit. Yeah, and so Isaac's like, okay, and so we found. I don't know how much you know about this, Caleb, but we found an on a perfect online Yu Gi Oh simulator. Oh yeah, for those who don't know, uh, Johnny and I are massive uh, Yu-Gi-Oh fans. Well, I'm more of a, I'm more of like have massive nostalgia and like the card game because I played it when I was younger. <laughs> this is the, true. The anime is endearing. It's 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 funny, and some people who've watched it all recently say it actually holds up a little bit since from the old days. But anyway, yeah, I'm a big fan of the game, and we found a simulator online that's free, and is just damn perfect. For like a video game or the card game oh, oh oh the card game the card game oh okay and so we so we so yeah isaac and i because we, isaac has been, has been wanting to play this game against me since we were in college together and so that Pretty was much. like 20 2013 or 2012, 2012. Then, so think about think about that for a bit that was nine years and so we finally oh, had a way to play it jeez so we finally had a way oh, to play it against one another and then we Isaac, what's our uh, ratio right now? The ratio as of last night, well, before that, I think it was 10 to 0. Actually, no, 9 to 0, excuse me. Uh, and then last night, as of now, it's 12 to 1. Yeah, so so Isaac and I played a lot. I have a bunch of, like, the the older, without getting too into it, the older cards play very differently than, than the newer ones and that they're slow as shit by comparison. <laughs> so if, if you're playing a new deck, you can swarm them really quickly with unbelievably powerful monsters while the... Uh, the older deck has a, has a hard time getting one monster out sometimes. Uh, so so then so then I gave Isaac a few pointers. He was like, "Okay, okay, I found some cards I think I like." And then we ended up Isaac. How would you put what like what happened exactly? How would you put it? Let's put it this way, everybody. Um, it's there's there's a term. It's called stalling. Uh, <laughs> there's a yeah. It's a card term, or it's it's not even a card term. It's a tactic where you stall and the, either you reduce your opponent's life points to zero from 8,000 or what's called brick them which is where we each have 40 cards in our deck and if they're unable to draw any more cards then you're yeah the, the person who still has cards wins yeah and you you draw roughly one card a turn yep so you think what how, you think what how long that takes but that's how he won was that he just he, he just exhausted my resources and he just stalled and just <laughs> j j just bullshitted and just it basically basically like like world war one to me pretty much <laughs> I don't know about and that. you said it was it was 12 to one yeah it's 12 to one now yeah he's won 12 games out of my one no one is your first time playing 
Yeah, I've been playing this since like fourth grade, so I've mm. got some experience. Isaac's been wanting to play it since fourth grade, and now he's able to play it to his heart's <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the biggest problem with the, the card game is that the physical cards themselves, well, some, are, uh, some cards are very stupidly ultra rare and require money and random exactly. luck to get them in a booster pack. So it's kind of hard to play the game itself unless you like acquire these cards. Whereas like now it's online for free. Um, it's to who's ever heart's content. Yeah. So, but back in the day, it was literally which kids had parents who would buy them more booster packs uh, as to, as to who had the best cards. And and if you even if even if you got like shit, you you had to make the shit work. You had to use it. But now you can just. Everything in the database, you just plug it in and you're going to deck there. But basically, we, we had multiple moments where we just completely locked down each other so neither of us could do anything. And it was the funniest shit I'd seen in such a, in, in a long time. I, I, I haven't had a game that went like that in ages where we just completely locked each other down from making any moves. And it was just like, it's like, fuck you. Let me do something. No. <laughs> just over and over again. There was one moment where like I had him uh unable to like a attack me with his monsters and he couldn't do anything we spent like i think went through six turns where we each just like skipped our turn basically because we didn't yeah, we, <laughs> we weren't able to do anything and i'm sitting here with, 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 with a monster that if i hit him with it could could literally wipe him out in one stroke but i can't attack <laughs> yeah <laughs> That sounds pretty fun. It was. It, it was really fucking funny. Like that was. Uh, that's the most I've laughed in one of those games. And oh, we had a moment there. That was amazing. Thank you for that again, sir. That was. Uh, yeah, 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 Isaac. That was a good game. I mean, we're gonna keep doing it because, like, we we love it for pit sake. So, like. Yeah, and, and you know what? I I haven't actually ever lost in that way before. I've never been. I've never been like been like milled out of cards entirely. Oh really? Before. Oh wow! I didn't no, know that. I've never. I've no. I've never had that happen before. Darren's not even done that with his uh, Ural deck that you were telling me about, or the the toads. He, he only he only used that on Rohan to fuck with him. Oh my goodness! So so so, so long story short, okay, this, this this is pretty funny too. So so my friend Darren, he gets he, he gets one of the key, he manages to acquire a card that's called a Sacred Bees, which basically you play it, it hits the field, it can do a one turn kill. Mm. It's so unbelievably powerful. And he puts it in a deck that's just based around doing what Isaac did, stalling. And so he's playing our, our friend Rohan, and he's like keeping his strategy close to his chest. And Rohan's like, what, what the fuck is this guy doing? He's just, he's, he's just playing frogs and stalling me. And it went on for 45 minutes until he finally got, got the big fucking dragon out with like 9,000 attack points. <laughs> and like Rohan was like, but frogs, where, this, where, where the fuck did this thing come from? And it just like destroyed him. And it was just... This whole time of him, him just like, what, what's he doing with these frogs? These frogs have like no attack. What's going on? And all of a sudden, big fucking dragon. <laughs> like goodbye. Great, uh, great delayed joke. That's pretty funny. It really is. It, it was. It was and especially because it had forty five minutes of build up. Rohan's, and I'm just sitting there, just just like, <laughs> just like waiting for the fucking dragon to come out. Just waiting for the punchline, basically. And it literally was. It, it, it was. It was a nine thousand attack point punchline. So it was a good punchline. Um, keep in mind, this was also like in person, so like Darren and uh, uh, Rohan actually had the real cards, whereas like Johnny and I here, we did not have the real cards. Mm. I can make some of the decks that I want to make in real life, but and you can actually go to like pastime hobbies and like you know if you're into magic or whatever, you can actually buy the single cards one by one. And you can actually get them that way a lot easier. 
but it's still very much like sifting through boxes and boxes and boxes of cards. It's like trying to look for complete your X-Men, uncanny X-Men from the 80s collection. You have to sift through much. long box after long box after long box just to find each and every single individual issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that hassle. Oh, man. Just cutting in here to add a little bit of uh, context this next bit. So, we recorded this right before we did a commentary on The Thing, which tune in in about seven weeks when when you can finally hear that uh, commentary. But what follows is a brief little discussion of the short story The Things, written by Peter Watts, which Isaac shared um, shortly before we started the commentary and the two of us read. So, So that's what we're talking about here, if anyone's confused. Oh, yeah, I guess. So there was this... I was on. I was scrolling Wikipedia like 10 years ago or whatever because I was obsessed with this movie. Sure. And I stumbled across that there was a, I guess, internal monologue of the thing itself. Oh, shit. Uh, throughout the entire film. I was like, dang, I wonder if I'll read that one day. And I just finished reading it. Hmm. I'm like... Oh, cool. This, this is pretty cool. Yeah, I remember it being mentioned on a podcast. And it was strange when I was re- when I was reading it. I was like, did I start reading this? Because some of this feels really familiar. I don't know if maybe they just like read an excerpt or something, but hmm. but it was cool finishing it. It was a pretty cool little little kind of fan short. Nice. And it gets pretty dark. Did you like the ending there, Isaac? The last line? <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if we should spoil it for him, but like that's... There, there was... A lot of profanity said, at least from the other characters that it assimilated, but mm. this one was this intentionally used an explicit word that's yeah, fitting, disturbing, yeah, and just yeah, a great way to, to end it. Really, yeah. Well, now I just want to know what that word is. <laughs> it's a common word that's usually thrown out by people nowadays. That, that narrows it down. That narrows it down. Do you think you'd have much interest in reading it, Johnny? Should me and Isaac spoil it for you, or do you want to save um, it? I'll read it. I'll read it. You, you, you can talk about it for sure, but I'll, I'll, I'll read it. Sure. Yeah, and it was cool because it, it goes through the whole film, but just it's kind of like after the fact. Like, it's the thing remembering, mm-hmm. oh, like, these are my mistakes that I made. These are the mis, like understandings that I had of what these things are that I'm having to deal with. Is it called Things, Isaac? The things? Um, it is called. Let me find my. Uh, Clark's World Magazine, Watts Ten. Also, it was written by a professional writer, so I don't think it was fan fiction. It's, yeah, it's just called The Things. Six thousand eight hundred forty word short story. Yeah, it certainly is a short story. I'll tell you what. Yeah, just just fan fiction in terms of you know it's. I don't think it's officially recognized by, you know, anyone involved in. I guess in terms of the original one, it's probably in public domain now, so you could write any sequel you wanted, but just in terms of the movie, it's like, you know, a fan fiction kind of other look at it. It's a, it's a fan fiction, yet it has an audio book. It has a 2011 Hugo Award nominee. It's got a 2010 BS, BSFA Award finalist. It's a 2010 Shirley Jackson Award winner. It's a 2011 okay. finalist for the Locus Award for Best Short Story, and it's a 2011 Theodore Sturgeon war nominee so i that's yeah totally fan fiction sure well what what else i mean i guess you can call it a reinterpretation they do a lot of those these days i'd say it's a re, it's the best reinterpretation ever like this is better than maleficent 
Well. Oh yeah, I guess three. I guess that is it. Yeah. Wasn't. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> just getting in here again briefly, just to give a little bit more context to this next bit. So again, before we started the thing commentary, Isaac shared a little article that said that there was a, supposedly going to be a meetup uh, to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the thing coming out uh, in June of this year, 2022. I tried to find the link to the article that Isaac had sent, but I couldn't manage to find it. So, so good luck if you're looking to to go join up to the, with this meetup. But also, if both of you can look at the chat, by the sure, way. Sure. Let's see what we got here. Oh. Oh God. What are we doing? Vintage news. What's this here? No, no, no. Oh, that's cool. Oh, cool. This cool. uh, this was dated poorly. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, yeah. I didn't look at the date, 2018. Yeah, I wonder if this is actually still going to happen. Yeah, maybe we should find out. We can drive the 18-hour drive up to Stewart. I legitimately was going to ask you to that. <laughs> hey, any of you guys doing something on June 25th? I I can look at my schedule, but it's over there on the counter. That's fair. <laughs> it's over. It's 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 out of arm's reach. So no, let's see where the hay is. Steve, Steve, I don't know where Stevenson is. Where the hay is this here? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, hope so. Let's see here. Look at the fog. But but speaking of which, have you guys enjoyed the fog we've been having? Love it. So cool. So great, isn't it? Yeah, I'm supposed to be going uh golfing tomorrow. I don't know how that's gonna work with the fog. Jeez. Or oh, sorry. It reminds me of a good John Carpenter movie and a terrible remake. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which I just watched a few days ago. Remake? Oh, there's Stuart. Wow. Yeah, because I've been going through... I restarted my John Carpenter retrospective. Nice. And so, yeah, I watched that and then Escape from New York. And I even watched Christine after I was done the thing, so... Hmm. Oh, yeah, wow. I really enjoyed going through those movies again. Oh, yeah, the thing is still a fantastic movie. That's the reason we're here, right? Okay, so it is north of... Prince George got holy crap! It is like north of Prince George. Oh, it's it's like right right next to Alaska, Stewart. It's, yeah, way way over it's there. It's like jeez, mm -hmm. it's like the opposite end of Dawson Creek. Yeah, I looked up the distance and I was like, wow, you could get to, uh, you can go to Edmonton in like a quarter of the way back, oh, and the length it would take you to get to Stewart. Oh, it's <laughs> not so. It's just like Texas here for pit's sakes, like. People in Europe. Oh, I can drive like nine hours and be in three different countries, maybe four different countries at once. You're in BC. You drive nine hours, you're still in BC. Yeah, yep. you aren't even halfway across your own damn province. <laughs> I mean, that's not every province. That's, that's like a lot of the. That's like most of them. But Prince Edward Island, you, island, you can like walk the whole freaking island in a day or two. You can walk the whole like Burnson Island in like a day. Burnson Island? Well, yeah, Burnson for sure, but maybe more than that. <laughs> Well, the Barton's only 11 kilometers. I was talking about Prince Edward. Yeah, I know, which is roughly the same. They're the same size. You could drive all over Japan, like, in a, in a day, perhaps, and not be safe. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, 24 hours. You, you might be able to make it 24 hours. I wonder if they do that, where, like, they're... they're <laughs> I, I could see back in the day where, like, people had self-challenges where they, like, go all the way around bc itself it's like okay we're gonna go like up like highway three or something like that we're gonna get to like go through a soyuz we're gonna go like straight to where like jasper is or at least hug the alberton border so go where, where the rockies are go up past austin creek go up right near where the yellow the, yellow, the um yukon border is go straight west to almost hit like the corner between yukon and alaska then go all the way down traveling this 
the Queen Charlotte Islands all the way back. And now, if they're if they're risky or if they're greedy, they could go on the island and do that as well, and then go all the way around that, and then go like back to Vancouver. That, that that's that's how you would do it. it sounds like a suicide run. <laughs> uh, no, you know what it sounds? It's either a cannonball run, cannonball run. Excuse me, it's a Blues Brothers run, or it's the Smokey and the Bandit run. I don't know. I don't know any of those things. That's totally fine. <laughs> Yeah, at least some of them are worth it. Smoking the Bandit, at least. And I guess Blues Brothers. It's been a while since I've seen that one, but I remember that being good. It was, uh, remember the, do you remember the end bet the guy had to Bandit, where he was like, get me some clam chowder from, like, New England, and they're in, what was it, Arkansas, I think? Uh, or was it Georgia? They were in Georgia. And he was like, get get me clam chowder in, like, 18 hours or 13 hours. It's, mm-hmm. like, people did the math, it is physically impossible to do that. <laughs> Hey man, that guy man, he's a he's a speedy motherfucker. So there you he go. He certainly is. He'll probably defy some logic because I think there was some logic defying stuff in that movie. I don't remember. And definitely law defying too. Certainly law defying. As long as he doesn't go up the river and end up seeing a uh, a small kid with a with a banjo, that's that's all that matters to me. Oh boy. Oh, and Isaac, if you have anything more to say about that, uh, sure you can probably say it now before. Speak now or forever hold my peace. So um. What was what was what was damaged when we were when I, when I left you last? Um, no, nothing. Re- oh wait, yeah, is the uh, how's the carburetor? Oh, we we were, we pulled it out and put a new one in. Now there's no more leak anymore. So Hey-o. it's fixed. It's fixed. Um, some lights in the kitchen randomly went off. <laughs> I gotta deal with those. My computer's Oof. not plugged into the best spot either, so I gotta deal with that. But everything is completely functional now. Hey oh. And, and I beat Sonic Forces again just because I wanted to. Wow. Well, it's like it's a short game. It is a short. Did you play a new? Uh, did you play a new uh, OC? Well, I I went through and I was and I was like, you know, all these options. The only one I somewhat like is the wolf. <laughs> the other ones look kind of stupid, so I fucked that up pretty hard. Yeah. What other ones are there? Cat, dog, bird, fox. Fox isn't as nice as you thought. As you think. Um, unfortunately, it's they kind of let that down a little bit, and then it's irritating because. They they had a good premise and potentially a good story. They just didn't really do anything with it. Huh, there's, yeah. like, there's like no depth whatsoever to anything going on, including the characters. Like it's it's pretty lame. I I enjoy it, but it's pretty fucking lame. And then classic Sonic is there because Sonic Mania did well and Generation exists. Precisely. <laughs> I guess. We, we could roll a dice to see if he'll be in Frontiers or not. Oh, God, I hope not. Yeah, you see anything about that, Caleb, about Frontiers? Nope, no clue what that is. So, basically, Sonic Team's going at it again. They're up to their old tricks. No, I don't know if they're up to their old tricks, but we potentially yeah, have another... O- <laughs> we have a potential 06 on our hands. Oh, wait, we do? Well, it's, I, it's an 06? Okay, well, I just mean in that they're trying to take it to a brand new direction. They're going to, like... They're 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 lightly taking ideas from Breath of the Wild and Shadow of Col- the, the Colossus, um, oh. and doing an open world Sonic game. Well, you know what, you know what, historically they have been shown to put people in the right positions and have good ideas, but they've also historically been shown to completely backtrack and all that and completely fuck up, At the, or like put too much of a slow deadline, or like retcon the whole project by trying to put them on some obscure engine. <laughs> that no one's ever worked on and then trying to port oh, that engine God. to the fucking Wii U of all things. So they, they, they historically do have good ideas, but they just, their, their execution is just laughable at best. 
And the only worrying thing at this point is that they do it again and again and again. And finally, the other the other nail in the final nail in the coffin there is that the best Sonic game of the past 20 years had nothing to do with Sonic Team whatsoever. Sonic Mania. Oh, shocker of shocks. I just hate how they keep bringing back that fucking chemical plant level from Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I hate that fucking pink water so much. God. Oh, boy. Sorry, Isaac got me talking about Sonic and I had to rant. I mean, <laughs> it's best we do it now before we, well, eventually, further down the months, we do uh, the before Sonic. High, yes. Yes, before we do the actual movie review or the commentary, excuse me. Oh, yeah. Um, is that sequel coming out this year? That's April. Or is it May? Wow. wow. I'm stoked. Did you see the trailer, Johnny? Because I showed Caleb the trailer. Or wait, did I? I don't remember now. I thoroughly enjoyed the first one, so. You want to do the, okay, no, yeah, I'll, I'll do that later. Forget that. Um, I was going to make Caleb watch the trailer right now. We'll do it later. Also, FYI, if we're going and then I bow out for for a quick second or two, it's because I'm eating ribs and I have to wash my hands. Oh, no, that's just mute your microphone. Because they are, they are fucking delicious. What'd you put on them this time? Oh, I, so I, so first you, first biggest secret is you pull the membrane off. Ooh. Off the bottom. I wonder if nobody knows that. Because it lets them get all tender and juicy. Otherwise, they don't fall off the bone and they're a bit chewy. And then you rub them with salt and pepper. I use thyme and rosemary and some and some paprika. And I th- you slow cook them for like three hours and wrap in tinfoil. You pull them out in the barbecue sauce. The sauce was like a ketchup, sriracha, brown sugar, soy sauce, cumin, apple cider vinegar, and... No, that, that, that was it. I splattered them in that, broiled it in that for five minutes and pulled it out and fuck. Yeah, buddy. There we go. I wonder if paprika's in High Spice Guardian. That'd be kind of funny. They were, I mean, what? that's a spice. Uh, d- nothing. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> is there an acceptable Easter egg you would ex- you you would say, Johnny, that could be in the Sonic 2 movie? I would say don't even do that and just make the games not shit. That's totally fair. But I mean, I mean, in this upcoming sequel, is there an Easter egg you'd like to see? Um, well... I just want to see more of the homeworld. Agreed. I, I want to see them go back to. I'm sick of I'm sick of humans. I want to see them go back to Sonic's world. I want to see more about that owl and the echidna warriors who look like Knuckles, but are evil apparently. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know I'm anything. Curious. I really want to see what's going on there. Uh, maybe throw Shadow in for a moment or two, just for some edge. <laughs> you know, if there's anything wrong with the first movie, is that it was a little bit. The story, while the story was fine, it was kind of unremarkable. You know what I mean? It, like it, it, it did the job, but like not much else. It didn't have any bite. Does that makes sense. Oh, it totally makes sense. I, I, I oh, it because Jim Carrey was a great villain. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I, I like his iteration of Robotnik more than the fucking the, the, than the bumbling moron that that Doctor Eggman is in every Sonic game. He has a real insanity about him that makes him actually unpredictable and kind of incredibly enjoyable to watch. But we need a bit... I just want a bit more of the... A bit... Just, we, we, it just needs a bit more of the... Like, they, they had the buddy cop road trip vibe down. Obviously, it's not that hard to get. But I, I would have liked to see a bit more on the uh, serious action side, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, maybe... Like, look at Sonic games. They're fucking ridiculous. Even, though, even at their best, they're fucking ridiculous because there's all these random loops everywhere. 
there, there are grind rails in space for some fucking reason. Like, just just take all the sonic ridiculousness and fucking literally, literally, no pun intended, run with it. Did we did we get a gotta go fast tagline or a, anywhere in that movie? I don't remember now. I don't know. I don't know what I'm what I'm hoping. <laughs> I jokingly hope that they like have an Easter egg for like every iteration of Sonic, so that does include Sonic X, Sonic the OVA, Sonic Underground. Uh, what else was there? Sonic Sat AM, Sonic the Archie Comics, um, maybe 06, and also, of course, Sonic Beam. Or we could just, like, forget about Sonic 06. <sighs> Wait, do you want to forget about Sonic 06 or Sonic Beam? Yes. You know what? Fair enough. I concur. Well, Boom was just a fucking missed opportunity. Oh, was it now, eh? Boom could have been... Well, they, well they, they, they both were. Boom could have been interesting. Could have been very interesting. Shadow the Hedgehog could have been a really good game, I think. Yeah, Shadow with guns. Well, no, think, think about it, though. If they had fucking ran with that, and they had designed proper shooter controls at that speed, and, like, you know, like, maybe threw in some bullet times so that you could be ripping through a, through a level, going to bullet time, bullseye a few targets on your way through, you know? That could have been cool. It would have been pretty cool, eh? It, it might not have always worked, but it would have been a lot more interesting than the final game, because the final game just feels like... It feels like an... I'm surprised a Sonic game like this even exists. Um, where, where they actually put more effort into the story and how much of a difference your choices make than anything else. And I don't think there's any other Sonic game like that, because the story of Sonic Adventure 2 is even kind of stupid. <laughs> Did you uh did you go watch the trailer there, Caleb? Uh no, I didn't. I probably should have. Oh, I guess okay. I could watch it right now. <laughs> uh I thought that's what you um I, w I wonder, John, I got I gotta ask. Do you think that hmm. maybe I'm giving Sonic Team too much credit, but again with every game they've they've ever created with Sonic, have they ever have they have they always innovated somehow or at least introduced a new idea that's always different than the last? Or is that just like am I am I just giving them too much credit? No, that that that's actually a good a, a good point to bring up because like if you look at it since Sonic Adventure, no, before that since Sonic the Hedgehog since Sonic and Knuckles when Knuckles first showed up and they really introduced the ability to play as different characters, they allowed you to play as Sonic and just blast through the levels as usual. Allowed you to play as Tails and you could fly up and try and find stuff. Knuckles, you you could glide and climb around and try and explore the levels even more. So they did. They have been trying to spice up the gameplay for a while. Sonic Adventure DX, the reason I like that game is because it really showed them being creative. Yeah, the Sonic levels were your usual. Tails was a bit more... Like, every campaign was a different style of gameplay. Did they all work? Well, in, in DX they were okay, actually. Except for Big the Cat. I don't, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking there. But. Fishing! But, you know, the idea of multiple storylines in different, different uh, mechanics for every character is a pretty good one. I think... It's a good idea. The problem is they just they just kind of weren't as good at it as you would have played. Like in Sonic Adventure 2, it worked It worked too. I actually like the Knuckles and Rouge levels in retrospect. And this... I mean, it just, I, I think it was okay. But I, I went back and tried to play Sonic Adventure 2 because I got PS Now and a PS4 and I'm able to play all the old Sonic games. Adventure 2, Adventure DX, uh, Unleashed, all of them. Ayo. And... Sonic Adventure 2 is fucking hard to play. Is it the modern controls? No, like, it's... No, it just... It just so... Maybe it's modern controls, but it just feels... And maybe it's because just Sonic Forces was the last one I was playing, and it's 
it's so kind of kid-friendly and polished that they maybe toned it down. But Sonic Adventure 2, you move fucking... No, you move fucking fast. No matter how fast you think you move, you move fucking fast. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Like, like, no, no, Isaac. You move fucking fast. That's... It's almost like they handicapped him when they start... Then they introduced the boost, eh? Because I don't remember the previous games having boosts before... The boost? What was it? What was the game? Did, there was no boost. Yeah, did 06 boost have a boost? Unleashed. Oh my goodness, you're right. Uh, it had boost sections, but it didn't have a boost button. I actually like... The boost button in Sonic Forces was actually used, I think, decently. Okay. Like, I played Sonic... I tried playing Sonic Unleashed, and there are entire levels you can just hold the fucking boost button and you win. Is it is it visually is, is it visually stimulating and fucking hilarious? Well, yeah, but does it necessarily make a good game? Well, a good game is supposed to entertain you, and I guess it's entertaining. But that's kind of like it's, that's kind of about it. Yeah. Even Sonic Unleashed is hard to play, but it, that's not. But apparently, the PS3 port, which I imagine is what the PS4 would use off the PS now, uh -huh. is it was really buggy. So that's probably that probably has that, that's probably a problem with the original base game. Because I know my PS4 and my new TV should have absolutely no trouble with that frame rate. Ah, I see. Complete jank. Well, well, that that defines Sonic pretty well since, like, Adventure 2. I'm the coolest. Ah, uh, Caleb, you're, you're, um... This is our prelude to the Sonic movie, even. <laughs> Actually, but honestly, by the time you release this, it'll probably be around that time. What's your um, what's 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 your history with the blue uh, blue haired one? I don't remember if we talked about that in the OVA or not. Um, I, I my my experience with Sonic would have started with um, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog two, back on my Game Gear as a kid. Um, and then just watching Sonic Underground. And then I played a little bit of Unleashed and a little bit of Generations, mm -hmm. and uh, Sonic CD. But nice. But that was that's many years ago. So, <laughs> but that's about it. I, I don't. And then, then that movie, of course, the recent movie. I played Sonic the Hedgehog two at my cousin's house all the time. Mm -hmm. And then I got, I got a CD from my parents' computer. Windows ninety eight, motherfucker. Hey remember that shit? <laughs> Windows ninety seven. It had Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Sonic and Knuckles on it. And my friend and I used to play that. Seven or eight years old. Holy shit, we played that game. <laughs> like, we got so fucking far. It was, it was really good. Yeah. And my cousin was... And then GameCube came out, and I was like, cool, whatever. I, I didn't have one, but... My cousin was playing Sonic Adventure 2, and I was watching him play, like, City Escape. And I was like, holy shit. This is wild. It was, it was so cool. But then... I got it for myself. Sonic 06 started getting advertised, but I didn't have an Xbox. So I was like, oh, fuck, I can't play this awesome-looking game. <laughs> <laughs> Poor 12-year-old me. And then I eventually bought it. I was like, oh, wow, this game's only, like, a year old and it's 10 bucks. Funny how that works. Games are usually so expensive after only a year. <laughs> I <still>. wonder why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I still beat that fucking game, but... Jank and all. You know what? The final boss fight was actually pretty fucking fun. Yeah, and I, I've heard I've heard mixed things. I heard that if you know you spend more time with it, you get, people are like, ah, you know, it's still shitty, but you know, you, you kind of get used to it and enjoy it. But I've never played a second of it. You can, but the issue is, um, 
mediocrity shines through <laughs> constantly. No, I know. Like, I mean, in the barest minimum of level in, of ways. Like, like, like whenever you're playing Shadow, so you know how he moves. He, he kind of like skates. The bottom like half of his foot goes into the ground. Oh wow! Like that's how that, that's the level on which can this never game be sucks. unseen again. Well, it can't. Like, no, like no matter what you do, you see that. Yikes! And there is nothing you can do about it. It is fun to play as, you know what, I agree though, it is fun to play as Shadow and just chuck Chaos Spears at different enemies. That never gets old. <laughs> um, it, it, it had a two-player mode as well, and I used to piss my friend mm. off because I, I'd play as Silver and I could like throw him with, with like telekinesis and stuff, <laughs> and he got so fucking mad. <laughs> so, you're, so you're saying for him it was no use? Yeah, and he had to take it. Oh boy. <laughs> Have you guys seen the the, the Sonic 06, uh, the, the fan? I run? haven't seen the full thing. I've only sent you certain, like... Oh my god. Caleb, have you seen that? Nope. Haven't seen any of it. So, so, so th th this group of, like, I think I think they're voice actors, Isaac. Help me out here. They're voice actors? Uh, probably. Or improvised comedians. And they go through Sonic 06, and they improvise the entire dialogue. Like, just from... <laughs> it's, it's fucking hysterical. Like, they're in the desert, and Shadow's like, Omega... I want to know how much sand is in the, in the desert. In this desert, count the grains. And Omega's like, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> just like... Yeah, that sounds pretty fun. Probably more fun if you have a lot of familiarity with the game, but... <laughs> Not even. You, you, have to, you just have to know who, like, like who Sonic is, pretty much. <laughs> and, like, Matt, the, the villain just shows up and he's like... This orb allows me to see into the future, Shadow. It looks like you will kiss seven girls. How lucky for you. And he's like, Mephilus, if you could truly see in the future, you'd know I'm gay. <laughs> Shit like that. Oh, oh, yeah, I just remembered. I guess I also saw that uh, that OVA Sonic thing that we covered. Forgot all about that until just now. I mentioned that earlier. I was like, you know, I said maybe we talked about the OVA, uh, talked about this in the OVA. I don't remember. Yeah, I might not have been in the room then. But oh yeah, and I also watched some of the like Julia White. I think this maybe the first series that he did. <laughs> ah yes. Johnny's favorite series ever. Well, uh, yeah. Well hang on, hang on. He was the voice in both the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog and the Sonic the Hedgehog sat and the, the good Absolutely one. he was. Yeah, I think the one I watched was the bad one. <laughs> The crazy thing is that Saddam, not many people know this, it got carried on by Archie Comics after it got cancelled. The good story. Oh, oh, like at the time or years later? Yeah. At the t I, think, I, think at, I think at the same time because that Archie Comics one had been going along for going around, being around for a long fucking time. Yeah, I actually have a couple Sonic comics from the, the Archie brand. Maybe I'll pull some of those out and see what I got. Hey, he's got some. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to wash my hands really quick. Be right back. Hey, yeah, I've got this giant... Uh, Super Collector's Issue, uh, Sonic Super Digest, number 12. Wow! Holy smokes, Big Zed's gonna want to hear about this. Oh, sure. <laughs> so what, uh, for, what did you think, Caleb, of the Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which... Okay, first problem there, they shouldn't have called it 2, but that's just me. Uh, trailer. Oh, uh, um, yeah, it looked pretty fun. Um... Again, I, I maybe wish that we moved away from the modern-day Earth kind of city stuff, but some of it actually was making me think of Amazing Spider-Man 2. Some of, like, the truck stuff at the start. And... Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, it, it looked fun. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how it's, how it's going to turn out. 
excited about that. What did you think of Eggman? I like the mustache. He was looking good, and uh, if only Carrie put on some weight, you know, <laughs> in a big fat suit. That's what they should have done. Do you, what? You want him to look like the Grinch? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding about that part. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Am I? <laughs> See, the thing is, like, he's he's like got a he's got a round stomach, but like other than that, his legs are pretty like physique. Okay, I'm back. He's back. Mm -hmm. Sorry, what were we discussing? Uh, the the movie, because I watched that trailer. You watched the whole movie? How? Oh, wow. What was it like? Not a, not a trailer. <laughs> He's from the future. Tell us. Is is there a third one in the works? Shockingly, they went back to the original Sonic design from that first trailer. It's, it was crazy. I can't believe they did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Throw it like, like, Hail Mary, Let's Go, Frontiers... I want Sonic skins like they've been doing in Spider-Man games. Let me like like please give me the unused Sonic the Hedgehog move 28 2019 movie or was it 2020? Oh my goodness, it was 2020. Oh my god, yeah, it's a good idea. Uh give me that give me that trailer skin cuz um yeah, everybody wants to play that character, right? Right? Oh man. <laughs> I still can't believe they released that fucking first trailer with Gangster Paradise as a theme music. If you know anything about Sonic whatsoever, you know it's always been rock and roll. <laughs> Fuck right off. I don't even remember that. Jeez. <laughs> Absolutely nothing about that makes sense. It's an old song too. Like the like, the thing of it was, I'm pretty sure they were trying to they were using that piece more as like, okay, we're going back to the nineties. Even though it's not set in the nineties, but he arrives in the nineties and stays on Earth for a bunch of times. That doesn't help because there are literally a million better hard rock songs that would have fit better from the nineties. Yeah. Anything by The Offspring. Yeah. Anything by Green Day. <laughs> Anything by Rise Against. <laughs> I was about to say, don't be, don't want to be an American idiot, but that came in two thousand five. Whoops. Yeah, you know, I'm looking through these Sonic comics because the ones that I bought were just the uh, Super Digest that are like the size of an Archie comic. So it's like a collection put out in modern times. It looks like it's a mix of some older comics mixed with some newer stuff. Hmm. The only weird thing about that entire series is that um, they... It's almost like they, they had different artists sometimes. And sometimes they were really good. And other times they didn't either didn't fit or they kind of weren't that good. Yeah, pretty common. Pretty common problem, sadly, with comics. <laughs> so annoying when you're reading an ongoing series and then in the middle you get like one issue that looks just completely different than everything else and it's like whoa what the fuck is this very strange or you know <laughs> when you're reading uh, an arc that had three like the, the the first three issues were the exact same artist and the last oh. issue is his his final no the third issue is his final uh <laughs> his, his final issue and the next one for the last part of the story is a new person oh, that's so jarring <laughs> It's like three pages, three or four pages before you finally get used to it. And then it's like, oh, fuck, now I've kind of lost track of the story because I was so distracted by this art. The one thing, too, about the... And this is just comics in general. It took me a while to figure it out like when I was younger, is that the image on the cover might not necessarily happen in the story. Oh, yeah, usually a different artist, too. You pick up the book like, wow, this art's going to be amazing. You open up, it's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> The Sonic ones were pretty good about that. You could tell by the cover what it was going to look like on the inside. But. It, I think it depends. Ultimately, there's some some 
cover arts do it where they, they do have a, a similar looking image and some don't. Um, maybe it's an alternate, it's an alternate one, but cover arts back in the day were only to, were to allure, um, the reader to buying them. Basically the, the playboy cover basically to be like, come read me. Cause there's more to be inside. Wait till you discover what's in there. Especially nineties, uh, X-Men. If you're talking about playboy, oh, God damn. No. Oh no. <laughs> Not holographic comics. No, no, not that. What? I just mean uh, emphasizing the female form in, in some of those old We're ones. We're not talking about Rob Liefeld, <laughs> okay? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Oh God. It was a 90s man. It was anyone's game. Yep. So what's, uh, what's your TV like now? Big. Big. What kind of TV did you get? It's a high sense, fifty-five inch. Ooh, nice. High sense is a new brand. Apparently, their their quality is really good, but they're half the price of like Samsung. Yeah, I can see that. And Samsung's fucking expensive. Like the same TV, the same size TV from Samsung would have been like two grand. Yeah, man. Like Samsung is. <laughs> it's funny, not people, like, obviously Samsung is very well known in the world. But, like it's funny how they're also um, almost similar to Apple. But they do different things uh, a bit. Like they have a TV, for instance. I know I don't know if Apple has Apple has Apple TV, but they don't have like an actual. They don't make TVs, as far as I'm aware. They make computer monitors, but that's the extent they make it. Apparently, the the thing now is just to make smart TVs because it, it doesn't make money. Just there's no point in not making a smart TV. You know. Yeah. I also I assume yours is a smart TV, eh? It is, but I just I just have my PS4 hooked up to it. Like that's, that's all, all you honestly need. Like like seriously, dude, you're you're pretty much good. How's PS now, by the way? You're actually you're you're way more a trailblazer than I am. I I don't have PS now. Um, I've only used it to get Sonic games. Apparently, there's a, there's a lot of good there's a lot of content on it. So I don't know if you're aware of the concept of what Xbox Live Gold or game sorry Game Pass is. You ever heard of that? What, what that, yo? Uh, Caleb, go ahead. Take reins. Oh, it's kind of like a Netflix for games. Uh, the Game Pass comes probably with, like, 200 games indie versus... Or indie mixed in with, like, AAA games and old games. Subscription service. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, subscription service. Yeah. Little Netflix, you know, I think that imply, yeah. <laughs> implies it. Still. <laughs> but yeah, lots of uh, Xbox 360 games, Xbox One, and the original Xbox so, so a, a good mix and um, pretty good, uh, pretty good deal. I think the ultimate was like seventeen bucks a month, and you also get EA Play, so you get all the EA titles. I okay. Is there an option for not giving EA any of my money because they're cunts? <laughs> I don't think so. I think you have to. I think in that case, you would have to get Gold and Game Pass, or maybe just Game Pass. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that works. They kind of... I used to get them all three just separate. And they right. combined them all. And then I don't know what happened after that. So, just lost in a haze. Yeah. Purple haze. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Basically, um, gaming is starting to follow the footsteps... Streamers. Yes, of... As TV and movie are doing right now, streaming. Because everybody's doing the streaming and music. Everything, everyone's streaming. So, why not just stream, stream games? Because... Games up here cost $79 now, and soon $89, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is flat-out ridiculous. So, streaming services are an alternative so that you don't have to pay, you know, 
$79 times 12 because you want 12 games in a year that are $79, which is yeah. ridiculous. Because you have the Switch now, Isaac. Have you checked out their version of the uh, their subscription service where you get um, the original Nintendo, like a big backlog, and then also the Super Nintendo? Oh, yeah. Well, there's isn't aren't they like $0, or do you have to pay for that? Uh, I think every time you buy a Switch, you get like three months free. Oh, so well, we'll see. There's there's other things I could probably buy, but yeah, I I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I've been using that a fuck ton. Really cool getting to play some of those old, old uh, Super Nintendo games I had when I was a kid, and playing ones I always wanted to play but never had. Even though you have the mm. SNES. Well, yeah, the mini only came with like twenty games and fairly limited. That's ridiculous. I, they should have updated that. Like, what? Like, how could they should've. not? I mean, okay, I don't. Obviously, I'm not Nintendo, but like, come on. Like, you think that it's not emulation? It's like you can play the legit games uh, through a viable system. Oh, and they also have it for the uh, Nintendo 64. But for that one, it's $60 for a year subscription. And I was like, maybe I'll get that once my three months free is up. I'll just get that afterwards. Okay. Do, do, do you know what the problem... Sorry, the problem still with streamers, I think, is there's still, like, a boatload of missing content that no one really talks about. Mm -hmm. Like, I would have liked it if any of those ones for Xbox or PS2... This is Sorry, PS4 would have had the Silent Hill games. You, How long has it been since we have, we, we've had any released port of the original You Silent know Hill? who to complain yeah. to. Yeah, I, I do, unfortunately. It's, it's the one thing, and it's the it's, it hurts you and I more because it not just of, not because of Silent Hill, but because of a children's card game we play. Right. <laughs> the difference is... I can play that children's card game without giving them any of my money. That's fair, nowadays. Even though you still wouldn't deny getting a physical copy of a card. I wouldn't, but I'm not about to go go, go order them off, off, off eBay or Amazon. Golly, those are probably more expensive. Hey, 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 used. Wait a minute, used card. I don't, <laughs> you don't even want to know where they're at. You can just straight up Google them on Amazon and get them, though. That's hilarious. Might do. Uh, or you, or you walk into like pastime hobbies, they'll usually have money. Yeah, basically. Okay. Last thing before we start this is uh -huh. have you guys heard of the recent Disney um, D Disney stuff that's going on? What did they do this time? It's nope. not them, it's somebody acting like Disney. Microsoft uh. wants to buy Activision Blizzard. So what does it have to do oh. with Disney? Because Disney acquisitions other companies. They bought Marvel, they <laughs> bought Star Wars, and they bought 20th Century Fox. So, ergo, oh. Microsoft is an American company, so therefore they've Disneyed themselves. I guess that's... I mean, that's been pretty common, you know, trying to trying to buy smaller companies. I mean, that does, I don't know if that's just Disney, but... <laughs> no, anyway. it's... I mean, Disney's the biggest example of it in streaming and media, I think, but... That's fair, that's fair. So I see his point, but oh, interesting. Um, I don't really care about either of those two companies, so whatever. Yeah, fuck Activision. What have they done recently? Yeah. Especially them. Fuck them. Yeah. Uh, it's only sad for me because they have the rights, I think, to Crash Bandicoot, and I'm like, that's not good. That means that Crash Bandicoot will be an Xbox mascot uh, if that happens. Well, even though he started oh. as like a PlayStation mascot, if I recall. Mm hmm. That's not good. That's Did he? Not, I, I think so. I could be wrong on that. 
Yeah, I, I thought he was cross because I had him on some of my Nintendo uh, Game Boy. I had a bunch. I had a couple games. Ooh, maybe he was. Crash and Spyro were cross for a bit because after the PS1's heyday, no one really knew what to do with either of those franchises because, mm. like, Ins Insomniac only intended for there to be three Spyro games done. But Ooh. then, but then, uh, you know, they it got taken away from them and they went on to work on shit. Isaac, what did Insomniac work on again? Uh, they worked on Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank. Clank um, which oh, they're yeah. working on Ratchet Jack? and Clank. Did they do Jack? That was somebody else, and they also that was somebody else. Did they do Resistance? But, mm. No, they didn't do. Resistance. But anyway, uh, Insomniac went on to do that. Uh, Naughty Dog went on to do Uncharted, I think. Yep. And then Last mm -hmm. of Us, among other, and then Last of Us. That's right. Um, but so then they both those franchises kind of went up in the air. But you know how Cash is, as Cash does. They tried to keep both franchises afloat with basically whatever they fucking had. So they, so w which usually meant them trying to recreate the games with like half the effort and understanding, leading to some mediocre, actually some some overlooked Game Boy Advance titles for Spyro in particular that were actually pretty good, but a lot of just random Crash and Spyro games that kind of disappeared into the ether because they were kind of forgettable. Until pr pretty much until both those series got got. No pun intended. Reignited <laughs> by um, by I don't know who did the Crash Bandicoot remaster. Was was, was that was it uh, Activision? Uh, yes, I believe so. Oh, well, it was Toys for Bob. That was Crash. No, no, Spyro was Toys for Bob. Well, it was also Toys for Bob for the Crash Bandicoot remakes. Was yep. it? Oh, well, they did a fucking good job both times. They did an absolute good job. If only they got those guys to do the fucking Silent Hill remasters. Um, that's a different thing, isn't it? <laughs> it is a different. Well, same. My point is, somebody fucked up a remaster, and they should have been, they should have been given to them. It totally makes sense. But yeah, um, was that Konami that did the remasters? Oh, I, no. I got them. I I don't remember who no, did them. No, it was uh, it was like six different companies who worked <laughs> on smartphone games. Oh, this is bad. Okay, so are we? Maybe maybe I'm not thinking of the same remaster. Is it like the HD package that they put out? And like, yeah, the Silent Hill two and three. Oh wow! Really. Wow, I didn't realize. I mean, they were a little shoddy. They were pretty <laughs> shoddy. <laughs> they were very shoddy. So, but they fucked. They, they fucked up big time. So I looked. Okay, I had to use Wikipedia for this, but I, I'm pretty sure this makes sense. So, yes, uh, Crash started off uh, by Naughty Dog, and they were PlayStation ex PlayStation exclusive, and they got bought out by a few companies, and they eventually got acquired by Activision. And then the same thing happened with Spyro, which was, it wasn't exclusive, but Sonic, I guess, was just like, uh, uh, what is it? This was before they got bought out by Sony, or uh, bought by Sony, excuse me. They, they just did, like, work for Sony. And so he was on the PlayStation 1, and then he got, went around. And so now he, Spyro, is also for Activision. So potentially speaking, we have a, a PlayStation mascot becoming an Xbox mascot, and then just a free use mascot becoming an Xbox. This is insane. This is insanity. I cannot believe that. Okay, I don't like that because I don't own an Xbox of any kind, and I want. I only. I played the Crash remasters, but I feel like the games are harder to play now. No, that I think they rounded Crash's hitbox. Oh crap so 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 you so in a game where your biggest obstacle is that you fall super easily you now fall even easier Sp spiral that they just made it made it fucking gorgeous the, the gameplay is like untouched as far as i can tell yeah it's just a big like hd jump and it looks so fucking good yeah
Looks beautiful. I was. It changed my mind about remasters of that game because I was like, oh, oh, of course they're fucking remaking that, whatever. And then I saw it and I was like, <laughs> yeah, way better than this. Here's, here's my money. Here's my <laughs> take my money. Way better than the GTA re re uh, trilogy that just came out. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, but should we uh, should we finally get this started here? Oh, yeah, right. We're doing something. Sure. Yeah. Let me do it again. <laughs>
But back with our Water Tribe pals, things aren't looking so good. Master Paku refuses to take take Katara as his pupil due to the misogynistic rules of... Due to the misogynistic rules which governs the training of female waterbenders, only allowing them to he- to train in healing. God damn. Dumb. Aang refuses to be taught in the outdated <laughs> views of the master, but Katara talks him into continuing with it regardless. But away from them, Zhao continues his dupli- But away from them, Zhao continues his duplicitous ways by hiring a band of familiar pirates to go after the Fire Prince. Zuko's crew leaves and Iroh goes off to see them. Fuck. Zuko's crew leaves and Iroh goes off to. Oh my god. Zuko's crew leaves and Iroh goes to see them off while Zuko stayed on the ship to sulk. The pirates show up and decide to bomb the ship, potentially killing our young prince. Meanwhile, Katara goes to the firebending healer. Oh. Meanwhile. <laughs> Okay, let me take another sip of my wine here. To you help are sauce. The only thing law, firebending. Sir. The only thing firebending heals is being alive. <laughs> oh, I am sauced. Yeah, I've yeah, I've had like half my bottle of wine. Wow, that that that's so sus. <laughs> you be quiet, sir. Okay, you. Get, I will. You should not have told me this. The, this annoys me. That, that this, oh, I will. I'm sauced too. As, you should as not have told me. you from whatever. What is it? I'll I'll vent you out of here. Okay. You should, off you should a. not have told me that pisses you off, Owo. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> Katara goes to the water healing teacher, and the woman recognizes Katara's betrothal, ne- betrothal necklace as belonging to Grand Grand, triggering, triggering the revelation that Katara's family came from the Northern Water Tribe. I'm going to have to re-record this, uh, this intro later. <laughs> Especially all the oh fucks you planted in there. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely get those out. He just out. removed some... <laughs> Golly, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm cracking up right now. It's pretty funny. It's good. I'm not going wasted. Uh, Sokka, and, Sokka and Yue share a brief tryst, but quickly she flees from the date, leaving Sokka confused and depressed. Angos behind Master... Angos behind Master... Angos. Back. Angos. <laughs> this is Angos, Ang- the new protagonist. Angos, he goes to the water tribe, man. <laughs> Oh, oh to, that's uh, not good. It's from Jaws of the Revenge. I'm practicing my Caribbean accent for that commentary. We go to see the Gungans, man. <laughs> Colombia. Ango, Ango's behind. Look at us, white guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the way? <laughs> Who shot Captain Alex? Angle's I spit on them. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. He's back okay. and tries to teach Katara some of the moves he'd learned. But Paku catches them. And refuses to to teach Aang without receiving an apology from Katara. But instead of apologizing, she challenges him to a fight. An epic battle ensues. And while Katara puts up quite the waterbending battle, she's no match for Master Paku. But during the fight, Katara's betrothed necklace falls off. And Master Paku recognizes it as the necklace he made 60 years prior for Katara's grand-grand. Katara theorizes that this must... Katara theorizes that they must have had a botched marriage. Fuck. <laughs> Katara theorizes that they must have had a botched arranged marriage, which triggers an emotional outburst from Yue. She flees and she flees and Sokka follows. And although she professes her affections for him, she reveals that her own arranged marriage. She reveals that it's her own arranged marriage that is halting her from pursuing her feelings for him. But on the Sokka side of things, we see that the Fire Prince escaped his untimely demise and has taken up a position of a masked trooper on Zhao's ship. 
whereas Iroh has accepted Zhao's offer to be his general during the assault. And for, Mas and for Master Paku and Katara, he's had a change of heart and decides to train her. Just in time, too, as unbeknownst to them, the Fire Fleet is fast approaching, as is the end of the episode. And that is the Firebending Mask. The Waterbending Master. <laughs> firebending. God damn it. <laughs> Okay, by the way, you said Sokka, um, meanwhile on the Sokka side of things. <laughs> Sokka side. Uh, I'll be re-recording that. <laughs> um, hey, hey, I I, th I think you should save that version, though. Please like, that do. version with everything is pretty fucking beautiful. I'll put that in the uh, the bonus Dude, section. Dude, if you, like, uh, if you were trying to, like, go have a goof uh, off right now, I am just in tears. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. it doesn't bother me i mean i'm i'm completely wasted so fair enough <laughs> but 